0: Heaven! Yay! Heaven seems to be the best place that you and I... It is, in fact, the best place that you and I can ever be. Heaven. And if we can ever learn how to be in heaven while we're on earth... Oh my God! What a beautiful, harmonious, peaceful Existence, most likely exactly what God thought when He created man in His image and after His own likeness. Good morning, Radio Land. You're listening to Escape, Escape to Heaven. This is Servant Marcia Cardi from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. And I'm so happy I'm here, but I'm happier that the Holy Spirit is here. And guess what? You showed up at the right time. And today, we're just going to go ahead and jump right in there. I, You know, I was asking the Lord last night, God, what do you want us to talk about? And he was saying, well, do they realize that I gave them a ticket? I mean, they have to have the passport, but they can't show up with just the passport. They must have the ticket. I'm like, oh, my dear. And so what he taught me was my ticket to heaven, which also has a barcode. Whoa, with so many streets and arrows and avenues and corners and air flights and buses and trains and churches and temples and preachers and prophets and, oh my goodness, directors. How do we reserve the correct flight at the right time to arrive at the right destination? And we're talking about heaven. There's only one way. Jesus, Yeshua, Jesus, He is the pilot, navigator, protector, originator, strategist. He is all. And when the Lord revealed that to me, I said, well, if Jesus is the superstar for me to find my way to heaven and your way as well, I want to know more about Jesus. Where Is Jesus from. I mean, how do I find him with the intent of arriving in heaven at the right time, on the right day, the right minute, the right hour, and the right second? So I went into the word of God. John, first chapter, verse 1 to 2, it says, In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. So, Jesus was way back in the beginning before there was anything. Luke, the first chapter, let us know in order for Him to come to Earth, 31st verse, it said, And behold, Gabriel tells Mary, You'll conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. That name means deliverer. He shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there shall be no end. I'm glad that Jesus has the key, has the ticket, has the barcode. He's the originator. I'm going to get to heaven. I, I feel it. I know it. I believe it. And then John, the third chapter, 31st verse, it says, he that cometh from above, that's where Jesus is from, above, is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. So that's where Jesus is from. And what he has seen and heard that he testified. And no man at that time received his testimony. John the sixth chapter says, All that the Father giveth Jesus. This is Jesus talking. He says, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that come to me, I will in no wise cast out, for I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. So, this is where Jesus came from, above. John the 8th chapter, verse 23, and he said unto them, you are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Jesus said unto them, 42nd verse, if God... Were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. So we've learned more. Geographically, he came from heaven. Per his assignment, he was sent from heaven by the creator, who is God and who is also his father and our father. John the 20th Chapter verse 15 to 16 says, All things that the father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. In a little while you will not see me again. And again, a, a little while you shall see me because I go to the father. Acts the first chapter as he's leaving 11th verse. The angels are saying to the disciples, ye men of Galilee, why are you standing up, gazing into heaven? The same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go up into heaven. I gave you a variety of verses to let you know that Jesus came from heaven, sent by an assignment from the Father, the Creator of heaven and earth. You are listening to Escape to Heaven. Servant Marcia, the question before you is, how do I get there? And now we have found out that Jesus is the only way for you and I to get to heaven. He has the ticket. How do we live in heaven while we're on earth, while we're earthbound? John the 4th chapter, 10th verse, it says, Jesus answered and said, If you knew the gift of God, who's talking to the Samaritan woman, and who it is that said to you, give me to drink, you would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Because whosoever drink of the living water that I shall give him shall never thirst again. Okay? But the water that I give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. How do we live in heaven while we're on earth? We must have inside of us living water, everlasting life. We have to live and walk and breathe, L-I-F-E, life Because everything coming at us during the course of our existence on earth is to kill us, to destroy us, to make us not understand what we're doing. Confusion, bondage, traps. John, the fourth chapter 47 verse says, when this guy heard that Jesus was coming into Galilee, he ran to him and said, heal my son. So while we're on earth, we have Healing. In the Bible, it says that deliverance is the bread of the children of God. So we are not to expect to be sick. We are expected to be delivered, healed, so that we can walk in our appointment, our assignment, our blessings. And Jesus said unto him, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. So the nobleman, a rich guy, said, look, sir, just please come before my child died. And Jesus said, look, go your way. Your child shall live. Your son shall live. And the father believed it. And, and guess what? It turns out by his faith, that very same hour that Jesus said, your son shall live, the man's son rose up from being dead to living. Okay? Okay. And so, the son now believed, the whole house believed, and that was the second miracle that Jesus did when he came out of Judea. As a believer, as a person living on earth, your expectation is that you can be healed as soon as you beseech the Father and you hear him say, you're healed, then walk in that, believe it, because you are healed. Amen. Amen. John, the fifth chapter, it says a certain man that had been sick for 38 years. So it doesn't matter how long you've been sick. Healing is your your it's your right. Because why you are living in heaven while you're on earth and your entire life must represent the conditions that are in heaven as it is in heaven. So shall it be on earth. And this is John, the fifth chapter. Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time. So he said unto the guy, will thou be made whole? And the impotent man answered, said, sir, I have no one to help me. Every time I try, somebody step before me. And Jesus said unto him, rise, rise. Take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole. Believe your healing is immediate. You don't have to wait forever. John, the sixth chapter, they rolled. They were in the midst of the water at night. It's the disciples. And then they look and they see Jesus walking by on the ocean, on the sea. And he said, be not afraid as I And they received him into the ship. Now, listen to this immediately. The ship was no longer in the center of the lake or the sea, but instead it was already where they were going to go. So that means living in heaven while we're on earth. Our expectation is that Jesus can move us instantly from poverty to prosperity, from sickness to wholeness, from confusion to sanity, immediately and even geographically. John the ninth chapter, a man was blind and uh, Jesus made clay anointed the man's eye, and said unto the man, the blind man, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And the man went and washed, and he received sight. Living in heaven on earth means that you have constant miracles. That is your state of being in heaven. John, the 15th chapter, verse 14 to 16, Jesus said, You are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Jesus also said, you didn't choose me. I chose you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you show acts of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Living on earth, but existing, you're existing on earth, but you're living as if you're in heaven, even though we're here on earth. You need to recognize and understand that you have access. To the creator, you have access to God, our father in the name of Jesus. And it's no accident that you are a citizen of heaven or that you can escape to heaven because you did not choose yourself. Jesus chose you. Amen. Somebody. And my last note is John, the 20th chapter. When Jesus saw the disciples in the 22nd verse, he says, This is what the Bible says. It says, Jesus breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Amen. (laughs) Whatsoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whatsoever sins you retain, they are retained. What that means is heaven is inside of you and I. When we receive the Holy Spirit as Jesus did with His disciples. He breathed on them and the Holy Spirit came inside of them. Amen. And now you and I we can do the very same thing. We can receive the Holy Spirit as a gift. In the Word of God it says God is a good God. He, If you just ask Him, He will give you the Holy Spirit. If you ask Him for bread, a natural father does not give his children uh, a stone. Or if they ask for fish, he doesn't give them a serpent. Likewise, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our father is a good father, loving father, forgiving father, filled with mercy and grace. And he will give you the Holy Spirit. All you need to do is open your heart and ask. Amen. 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 Finally, how do I book my flight? To heaven. Yes, I want to escape, but I do have to make a reservation just like I do in the natural. I have to do the same thing in the realm of the spirit. So, over in John, chapter John, the sixth chapter, verses 40 to 48, Jesus says, No man can come to me except the Father, which has sent me, draw him. And I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore, that hath heard and hath heard of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man has seen the Father, save he which is of God, meaning Jesus. He has seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth hath everlasting life. Jesus says, I am that bread of life. Whoso eateth my flesh, drinketh my blood, hath eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day, for my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. So when we're taking the communion, we're literally communing fellowship and becoming one. It is an act that in the realm of the Spirit, it continues to unite us with Jesus. Remember, Jesus is coming back for a bride. He's coming back for a wife. And and the Word of God let us know that when a man and woman get married, the two shall become one. And that's what Jesus is trying to make us understand when he says, eat of me, drink of me. He says, um, he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. That's becoming one. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father so that he eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead, he that eateth. The bread, Jesus, shall live forever. Jesus even mentioned over in John, the 10th chapter, he says, I am the door. See, Jesus is the only way that you and I can make a reservation and have a good one, not one that's going to get canceled like the American flights that are canceled to Haiti now that the president has been assassinated, and and I'm sorry for that, and we pray for that country. You need a ticket to a flight that's going to be there regardless, that's always going to be ready for you to jump on and go straight to heaven. When it's your season, when it's your time. John, the 10th chapter, 8th verse, it says, All that ever came before Jesus, so whatever gods or images or idols that were worshipped before Jesus came to the planet, those are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture, meaning rest, rest and peace for your soul. The thief cometh, but for to steal, to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. You're listening to Escape. Escape to heaven because heaven is there for you. Escape to heaven because the world as we see it is seem like it's falling apart and the things that we learned and read in the Bible and heard is becoming more and more evident. You're listening to Servant Marcia. From Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ, and uh, we're we're just talking about how Jesus has the ticket. Jesus is the way. We cannot escape unless we are assured that we can arrive. Amen. So, John the Fourteenth chapter, verses six to seven says, "Jesus said unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life." No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, by you knowing Jesus, you know the Father and have seen him. Colossians. And before I go to Colossians, the first chapter, I wanted to mention that in the Bible, it lets us know that Jesus is the express image of the invisible God. So, when we read the Word of God, we're eating the Word. We're we're literally experiencing God Himself. Because in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Paul prayed for you and I many years ago when he wrote Colossians. And I'm going to say his prayer. He says, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. There it is, oh my God, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn? of every creature. This is Jesus. For by Jesus, for by him, were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible, invisible, whether they be thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things. And by him, all All things consist. And he, Jesus, is the head of the body, the church. And that's you and I, the Ecclesia, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. This is my cry. I'm praying. Sinners. Backsliders. I was a backslider once. Closet Christians. I was that too. Hurt and lost, disillusioned, witchcraft, generational curse, no way to find your way on the streets, homeless, prostitution, drug dealers, addicted to everything. All of us, we must run to Jesus in order to arrive in heaven. See, Jesus is the code. He's the barcode. <laughs> he is the seal of the Creator. He is the name above all names. There's none other. Over in Revelations, it, it, the seventh chapter, it says before there's a wrath or a judgment release, it said, hurt not the earth or the sea. Or the trees don't hurt anything until the servants of God have been sealed in their foreheads. You know, we're looking at the end times and we hear so much about the mark of the beast and this and that. And uh, that it's on the forehead or on the hands. But what about the seal? What about the seal? The seal of the Holy Spirit. And that comes through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. I'm going to pray with you right now. Father God in heaven above, Lord, I ask you to release your anointing, your fire and your power, Lord God, upon your word that we learned this morning, Lord, and that you open up our minds, our understanding, open up our hearts So that we receive your word, Lord, and there's germination that occurs in our spirit, man, that a tree, the tree of life will grow in us, Lord God. And Father God, teach us, Lord, lead us and guide us. Holy Spirit, we give you permission to to draw us away from things that would pull us from God. And draw us closer to the Father, Lord. Let us not touch the unclean thing, but God, let us run to you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Lord, let it be done for everyone in radio land, everyone that hears this, this, this prayer and this uh, episode, Lord God. And let us all know that we need a ticket, God, in order to arrive in heaven. We have to have the name Of Jesus alive in us, the Holy Spirit alive, the realization that the Creator, God our Father, the Ancient of Days, resides in heaven. God, we give you the praise and we give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I bless you today. I can't wait to see you next week. And I uh, pray that you come back so that we can learn more about escaping to heaven. This is Servant Marcia Cardi, and I'm signing off. May the Lord bless you and keep you. God bless.